Hi, and welcome to today's episode of The Property Pod. I'm Libby, and today I'm joined by Joe and Andrew from Suffolk Building Society. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. And we're going to speak about the financial elements of getting a transfer of ownership and also getting a mortgage as a sole buyer. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks so much. Um, so tell me a bit about Suffolk Building Society. So we uh, were actually renamed last year from the Ipswich Building Society, mm-hmm. um, but it's very much going back to our roots because we were founded as the Ipswich and Suffolk way back in 1849. Oh, wow. So we've got a really long Gosh. history. <laughs> we're still here today um, offering savings and mortgages. We've got nine branches in Suffolk. Um, and we find with mortgages, 95% actually comes through mortgage brokers. Okay. Oh, great. And uh, why might someone need a transfer of ownership? I'm going to refer to Andrew for this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, transfer of ownership usually sits within either a breakdown of a relationship, so a couple breaking up and, and transferring it to a sole person, or sometimes you see them when a property is inherited. Mm, okay, great. And um, what are the financial pros and cons of a transfer of ownership? Well, the, the, the pros are the house is yours. You are able to get any, any increase in the value or becomes yours. You make your own decisions on it. You know, you don't have to uh, talk to somebody else about what colour you want to paint it. Um, obviously, the cons are if there is a decrease in value, that, that sits with you. Any mortgage or, or debts or commitments that come with the property, you have to pay. Um, and obviously, all the bills are yours uh, as well. Um, obviously, one of the pros then also is if the price of the house increases, the value increases, mm. then you get that as well. Okay. And uh, what are the tax implications there as well? Well, that's actually a really good opportunity to talk about going to see a specialist tax mm. expert. Um, I think these these are really areas where you want to spend the time talking to a professional. Yeah, don't rely on Google. No. Although it can be useful, not so much when it comes to these really specialist subjects. Yeah, not for everything, yeah. Okay, great. And how can you transfer property ownership from joint to single? Um, the actual mechanics of it are, are relatively simple. Um, a solicitor can fill a form in, they send that through to the land registry and then the land registry gets changed so the property shows as, as only one owner. Um, in reality, though, it then comes down to looking at if it's in joint names at the moment and there's a mortgage on the property, is the person in the sole name able to take on that commitment um, you know, down to affordability, credit assessments, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, that's really the key of it. And do you have any tips on saving for a house deposit as a sole buyer? It's really tough when you're a joint buyer, let alone a sole buyer. Um, There's a few simple things that you can do. Andrew has a really good take on this, which is simply to save more than you spend. Mm. It's really obvious. um, There's nothing groundbreaking. We did some research last year, which actually found that two thirds of wannabe home buyers had a side hustle. So they're actually taking on additional work. in addition to their employed or self-employed role to try and build that deposit up Mm. and it went as high as 85 percent in london wow obviously house prices are significantly higher okay so 85 percent in london have a side hustle yeah and it can be things like taking on um, like a bar or restaurant uh, shift it might be connected to their their day job Mm. Um, it's just extra work they take on in evenings and, and weekends that's a really good idea to like speed up yeah, your trajectory to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. And I think what's also um, interesting in these areas is looking at other forms of deposit mm. to come in. So be that um, you know, parents, grandparents, you know, the bank of mum and dad. Mm. We see a lot of that taking place. Um, and also, you know, if it's a relationship breakdown, is one of the parties paying a lump sum to buy themselves out of the commitment? Mm. So that can be really, really useful to go down as well. Mm, definitely, yeah. 
every help. I mean, every little helps. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. And uh, what size deposit do you need as a sole buyer? There's no set size. I mean, it all depends on how much you want to borrow um, and what the property is worth. Mm. During COVID, we did find the mortgage market shrunk in terms of the deals available. And there were certainly fewer um, higher loan to value deals available. So you did need a bigger deposit. Now we're seeing things are are much more normal. So you can get a 95% loan to value deal. So you you only um, need a 5% deposit. But it it really comes down to just doing the maths and doing the finances. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And how much can you borrow as a sole buyer? So that comes down to affordability. Um, Mm. Really, there's two factors when assessing a mortgage application. One, and the main one really is affordability, but there's also a a sort of a sense check, which is called an income multiplier as well. So quite often your your lending would be limited to no more than four and a half times your income, although Mm. some lenders, including ourselves, can look up to to five and a half times income. Um, But affordability is, is the key there that really influences the size. And, you know, it's linked to expenditure. Um, so what are you spending? Have you got loans, credit cards? Okay. Really? Anything so it's like linked that. to your spending as well, your yeah. spending habits? Oh, interesting. Because yes. I'm in that situation. So this is all very interesting to me as well. <laughs> Personally, like for all the things you need to sort of take into account for doing it, I didn't even realise that was a thing. Well, if yeah. you've got a car loan or, or anything like that, that mm. will, will feed into it. Um, you know, again, if you're buying a, a flat or there is ground rent or service charge, mm. all of these things really influence the amount of, of borrowing that you can have. Oh, interesting. Okay, great. And um, what are your top tips for getting a mortgage as a sole buyer? I think really talk to a mortgage broker. Mm. You know, um, you're able to go to a mortgage broker who can look at the market. Um, you can go directly to a lender or, or to lenders, but but ultimately it's about, I think, seeing what options are out there for you. Mm. Um, look as broad as you can and, and, and see what's out there. Yeah, yeah, these mortgage brokers know the criteria and products of lenders inside out. It is their day job. Mm. Um, so it can be really beneficial for people to, to seek out a mortgage broker. Absolutely. Mm, okay. And do you need to get a completely new mortgage or just consent from the lender to remove the other person um, from the current mortgage? Uh, both of those are options. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically you, the sensible thing would be to look at, again, talking about choice, talking about the options that are available. Um, so by talking to a mortgage broker, you can see whether there's a, a cheaper product or a more appropriate product out there for you. Um, you would always, I would say, talk to your existing lender as well. Um, they will then assess your affordability. They'll look at you as, as an individual uh, and see whether or not they feel you're able to take over the loan commitment mm. yourself. Um, and if you are able to, then you're actually in quite a good position because you've got the choice of staying where you are or looking at something that may be more appropriate out in the wider market. Mm. And how would I um, apply for a mortgage as a sole buyer? Um, in the same way you would as if you were joint oh, okay. buyer. Right. Um, it really is a case of, of talking to the mortgage broker um, or to the lender or lenders. Um, and then they will either ask you to fill forms in or it'll be done electronically, um, various different ways that you can you can do it but it is it is quite simple and and certainly if you're using mortgage brokers they take a lot of the work off off your hands they'll do the submission they'll do the sourcing they'll find the right home for you um so actually you're you're doing very little of the actual work on it Mm, okay and just be prepared to submit details of your income your expenditure your bank statements verifying your id and that sort of thing so there's quite a lot of paperwork but you know you will be helped through the process Mm, okay and what difference does it make if you're self-employed and a sole buyer 
So uh, self-employment is uh, something that's obviously been in you know in the news a little bit over the the last two years with COVID and the impact on on people's businesses, and it's been incredibly difficult for, for mm. a lot of self-employed customers. Um, I think really it's it's actually uh, a subject all in itself to talk about self-employment and mm. getting a mortgage. Um, ultimately, the what a lender is looking for is the same, which is how much money can we use within the affordability calculator, but. In reality, it's about looking at whether, you know, looking at salaries and dividends, um, looking at share of net profit after tax and adding salary back in as well. You know, different lenders look at different things. I mean, also consider whether you've taken any grants or bounce back loans over the last couple of years and, and really assessing whether the, the conduct of the business is, and the earnings of the business are, are ongoing. Um, it's, it is something that is, a, a, say, a subject all in itself. Mm. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been great to have you on. And for all you guys at home, if you did like this episode, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe and we'll see you next week.